Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. Well, hey, listeners, I am so excited about today and who we're going to be talking to. Um, Normally, I have Connie and Christy with me, and we have so much fun, but um, I actually wanted to introduce you to another mom, and I'm going to let her tell about herself a little bit, but um, just really inspired by what I heard. I think the word says, let another praise you and not yourself, and I heard a bunch of awesome praise from about um, Bethany and just how she shared in our nest, which I'll let her share what that is. So hi, Bethany. Hello, hello. How's everybody? Oh, I'm sure they're excited to hear what you have to say today. I know I am. And um, I laugh because uh, I often say I don't have the gift of organization. However, I did raise four kids and uh, kept my marriage together in the name of Jesus. And we um, also had just, um, yeah, there was grace in the journey. And so, but I love talking to somebody who's super organized, which sounds like you are, and I know that you do it partnering with God. So why don't you introduce who you are and share just um, a little bit about the nest and what that is. Sure, sure. So um, I am a mom of five, I think everybody is biased, but five amazing, beautiful children, <laughs> um, ages nine all the way to one. Wow. And, you know, I, I pride myself now and thank the Lord that I am somewhat of an organized person. I am not that normally. Um, I was not born a natural organizer or a natural cleaner, Mm -hmm. um, but definitely going through different seasons in my motherhood that I have realized you kind of have to be that to have a small army of children. Yes, Um, I I agree. And, you know, having a nine-year-old, I tell people that motherhood did not come easy to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It really hit like in the last year and a half after the birth of our fifth that I realized I have to have a shift change. Wow. Because chaos within our house creates chaos within my marriage and within my parenting ability. And I had to make this overwhelming change, which thankfully the Lord met me there Mm, and helped me through that because definitely wouldn't have been able to get where we are today without him really like honing me and putting me out through the fire. Wow. Yeah. We often learn our most lessons, don't we? Through our trials, which are great. So we get to hear today. I feel very blessed to hear today what you're, what you're pressing season um, produced. And it's, it is good to hear that you would not say you are a super organized person before, or even Wow, five kids. So if you're out there, you don't have five kids yet, you're getting some gold before you um, have quite an army that you're also in your house. So I'm excited. Hey, Bethany, tell us what Nest is, because you are actually this year um, have started being our leader of the Nest. What is that? Yeah, so Nest is a place that we meet 
um, very organically. We have speakers, but all just moms come together in different seasons of life. We have moms who are pregnant with their first and then moms who have had, you know, six, seven, eight kids. And we're all just there to become each other's friends and tribe and accountability partners. You know, that's the one thing I feel that moms are missing is mm. someone who is in that same walk of life to be vulnerable with and say, I'm struggling and I need help. So, and isn't it amazing that God gives us friends that have probably been there and we just have to step out in faith and say, this is hard. How did you handle this? So Ness is that we have speakers every week. We break bread together for breakfast and just get to pray with each other. And after the speaker talks, we all get to talk at our table and just learn different tips from everybody and to have that leaving is always just an amazing thing because I like I said five kids and I'm learning things from other moms who have less kids than me absolutely yeah iron sharpens iron so good I think that's so important what you just said about I think so often when we feel um, lesser than or we have a fault that is blaring in our face or disorganized we hide ourselves in shame that's what the enemy says yes. he goes go hide yourself just stick yourself in a corner because nobody else has this problem but here and I love what you're saying is no 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 we all have challenges we all are imperfect and we all and we need community we need each other so let's bring those challenges to the table or those hard places and let others speak in our life and get that that's the power of community and I love it so it's like a small community for particularly moms of young children, of course, all ages. And then at each table, there's like a, we call them a veteran mom, a mom that's been through the seasons and has the opportunity to speak back too. Is that yes. correct? And our mentor moms are like so important. I have gotten to sit with most of them being in nest before I was overseeing it. And gosh, don't, don't the moms before us have some pieces of wisdom that get us <laughs> through those hard moments. Absolutely. So great. Well, I want to jump into it today. I think people are probably leaning into this going, okay, tell me what you've learned. So yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about, you know, moms, I remember a while back when my kids were little bitty and just the piece of managing a home when there's so many littles around and, you know, everything from meal planning to how to keep the laundry going to how do I have connection with my kids, to how do I have connection with my husband, just all those pieces. So why don't you just take, just go for it. Just share with us some of the gold that you shared um, with the other group. Great. So typically um, how, or this is how I start my week. Now I shared with the moms at Nest, we, we kind of start our week or in my brain, I start my week on Thursday nights because my husband gets paid on Fridays. So I do everything on the Thursday because I know the next day I'll be able to follow through with a lot of my stuff. Um, So the biggest thing that I have learned for myself is I have a planning day. And what does that kind of look like? Well, I will look for just one week. So I encourage everyone plan one week at a time. Um, It can get really easy to like, I'm going to plan our whole month or I'm going to plan two weeks. And there's something about going from, seven days to 14 that can feel really overwhelming when you're a mom of, of littles. Yes. Um, Not to mention the interruptions that, that come in and totally change your plan. Yeah. So what we do is I look at my weekly schedule and we homeschool our five kids. So I'm looking at things of what is coming up in the week that I may have to prepare for. Am I getting that list together of what I might have to go out and buy? Um, then play dates. What are we doing this week with friends? What does that look like? 
Um, our, obviously, our kids all have activities. And when my husband and I got married, we always said, our children are going to be able to pick what we want. My husband and I grew up rodeoing. Um, oh so, you know, we always had hoped that our kids would go that route. It so <laughs> happens that none of our children oh. have gone that route. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so we have one in football, one in dance, one in gymnastics, one in soccer. And obviously, that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so we kind of divide and conquer, but we really want to let the Lord like lead our children's natural abilities. Um, and it's been really sweet in this season of seeing everybody go to all of their little activities and be so excited. So I'll sit through, write all of those down. When are we going? What time do we need to leave? What does, you know, dinner look like that for that night? Mm, And then, um, something that I shared that's so like near and dear to my heart is my husband and I will give us ourselves one night, roughly like every other week or every three weeks where we will do bedtime routine alone and the opposite will go and have an, a moment to themselves. So for my husband, that looks like he goes fishing um, because we are in the hustle and bustle of life and to be able to take a step back and reflect on that time and just get a little bit of like peace. Wow. It's so good. nice. Yeah. And you know, I love doing that. I also um, kind of have, a back and forth. I don't feel like, you know, we're moms. We're always going to feel probably a little touched out, a little overwhelmed. Um, and I don't want us to run from that or run from our kids, but just giving ourselves a chance. Mine typically looks like going and strolling along the aisles of Target. Not that I'm going <laughs> to buy anything. Sure. Just giving myself a chance um, to have some time to just think for myself. So me and my husband take that really seriously, and that's been a gift. That's nice. Um, uh-huh. I'll also, in this little, like, planning day, I'll plan out our meals. So I only plan meals out for seven days because seven days times three meals is 21. That's a lot of meals to have to think through. Yes. Um, And then I don't typically plan, okay, on Monday we're going to have a roast. On Tuesday we're going to have pork chops. I just think of seven dinners and Mm -hmm. then organically how that flows on if I have a busy night, I pick an easier meal. Nice. Instead of saying, this is what I'm going to do, because I do not like the word schedule. Um, that feels <laughs> very intense for me, um, because I know things are going to come and go. I may plan something, and the Lord has something totally different. Right. So we mm-hmm. say in our house, we have a rhythm. Oh, that's our good. rhythm is, we're going to do this, this, and this. But if it doesn't go that way, that's okay. My, my nine-year-old will say, oh, Mom, we're just out of rhythm. That's okay. Um, <laughs> that's and that's so something that we've learned, you know, to kind of do. So we meal plan, I make a grocery list and then I order for pickup. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Other things I'll look like for my planning day is what does our budget look like for the week? Um, instead of doing a month budget, I tend to do things on a weekly basis because that gives me more exact money rather mm-hmm. than just a guess around of the month. Yeah. And then the last thing I typically do is check in with my husband on what his schedule looks like. Um, Depending on where he's at in his season of work, he may be going out of town the next week. He may be going out of town the next day. And with as busy as we are, Mm -hmm. I tend to forget that. Um, Ah, good. Yeah. We also run a really small farm Mm -hmm. um, where we raise our own meat and sell it to the public. So I'm always checking in with him about that too. Are we picking up any meat from the butcher? Do we need to go get feed? That kind of thing. So doing that once a week, really helps keep my brain more focused Yeah. because I think if I did any extra days, 
I would just not be able to do it and feel overwhelmed and walk away from it completely. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love what you shared. I, I just, I was writing some, you know, amazing thoughts down of just having the, making space for you guys and um, that refresher. You're right. It's not running from your kids. It's just filling you up. And um, I remember um, Jimmy and I put a date night in. We were really, we put our date night in once a week. It was Thursday night. It was forever. And even our community around us, it was so funny because it became, no meetings on date nights, you know, because we're yep. in ministry. And so no meetings on Thursday because it, it was so funny in that high season. I would say most of our staff, if they were married, were all doing date night on Thursday night because nobody had meetings. And so yeah. it was, it was everybody just kind of said, let's support each other in this because you do, you want to keep that connection in the midst yeah. of the busy. So great. So great. Now, also, we talked a, yeah, go ahead. We, we talked a little bit about that yesterday um, at, when I was at Ness and speaking because I value our marriage so much. I mean, like my husband and I are partners. We're helpmates. I help him. He helps me. And um, I had done a Facebook post, I mean, a couple of weeks ago that really just took off. And it was just this simple picture of a dinner that me and my husband had gotten. And we had an in-home date night. Like we were just feeling a little bit of a disconnect. We had had a really busy last couple of weeks. And he was like, hey, let's pick up food and let's just put the kids to bed early and sit with each other and eat and really have a meal. And it was just so refreshing. And we typically do a date night at least once a month, but man, (laughs) just to like let him lead that and say, okay, we just, since then it's been such a nice calm environment because we were realizing we were missing each other. That's so good. Yeah, that's really, really great. And I like that you probably, because you plan on a different day, you don't end up planning on your date night. Right. You really focus on each other, which I think is very important about a planning meeting because I can see that sometimes if you don't, you end up, well, what you talking about different things that you just mentioned that need to happen or, you know, you can just focus, get not focused on each other, but focus on your other things. So that's awesome. Right. Also love that I didn't have this when I was a young mom, but I love, I heard you say, and you order pickup. What a great thing since COVID came. Cause I was like, wow, it saves you a whole hour in the grocery store. And I thought that was such a key, smart, savvy thing to say, okay, it's okay. If I do pickup, you don't have to be the ultimate. I'm going to make my meal plan and then go tackle the grocery store. I love that you utilize what's already been given, um, especially to this this time period. It's just amazing. Love it. Yeah. I, I had kind of made a joke about that yesterday when I, you know, when I specifically spoke on meal planning, because I was like, yeah, if COVID gave us anything, it gave us the social acceptability to order our food online and just go pick it up. Absolutely. Because when, when I meal plan, it's a fi- typically like a five step process. I'll go through our cookbooks, which I have so many cookbooks. I love to cook. Um, I love to bake. I love all the things I would feed a small army if I could. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, and then I go through our cookbooks, I pick our recipes, and then, which everyone tends to forget, I shop our house. What wow. do I probably have that I don't have to send money on? Because that goes full circle into our budget. What can I save? Because I probably have flowers shoved somewhere. That's good. And I don't need another bag. And um, having a bigger family, we do have two pantries, or we have a fridge outside and a fridge inside. So I typically will put things and forget about them. Right. Um, so I shop our house first. Once mm-hmm. I have shopped our house, then I make our online order. 
And at some point, either myself or my husband will go pick it up. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to meal planning, I always encourage people, if you have children who love a certain meal, just recycle that meal and use it often. Absolutely. They're going to eat it and you don't have to, you know, reinvent the wheel of these beautiful dinners. Sometimes it's about survival in that season of small children mm-hmm. and it's okay. Absolutely. Um, a healthy meal is a great meal. Yeah. We had a, I had, we had a funny thing in our family, which, um, Anyway, I call it that. We went through in and out of seasons of being super healthy and then, and always, but salad's a staple. I mean, every dinner we had salad. So my kids love salad because every meal had a salad. Well, even um, I discovered there was a local chicken place in town that on Tuesday nights ran a deal, but it was fried chicken, right? And so, but I thought it's actually really affordable. My kids Mm -hmm. love the chicken tenders, right? And so um, we call it. Now say that we I would say we we called it Trashy Tuesday. And what yeah. I would do would get a big platter of salad, you know, and I'd put cheese and everything on it, and then I would go get these chicken tenders and we'd cut them up and we'd put them on there. And so and of course they could have the French fries a little bit on the side, but I know it worked. They loved it and it became like a tradition in my family. Oh yay, the kids would go, it's trashy Tuesday, you know? Yeah. And so but it worked. It was simple and I was like, this is awesome. And those are such sweet times because they'll remember that as they get older into adulthood. Like, this is what my parents did. And that's always just so fun that that happened so sweetly. It was just something that we did that became a tradition. That's so good. So good. Okay, touch base with us now. So we a little bit. Why don't you touch base on a couple of things you talked about? I think you said, did you mention laundry or? I did. Yeah, why don't you touch base on that? Yeah, so um, I have started this book. It's called um, Having a House, the having a Martha house, the Mary way. So of mm. course it talks about Martha and Mary mm-hmm. and just the, the differences in them. And, um, it has been so beautiful doing that book. It's mm. a, um, just a little Bible study and you spend the morning, um, just maybe 30 minutes. It gives you a Mary challenge, which is reading your Bible, answering some questions about why we want a clean house, why we want a clean heart, those kind of things. Nice. And then it gives you, a 15-minute Martha challenge where mm. you do parts and chores that we tend to forget about, like scrubbing the oven, yeah. cleaning the microwave. Mm. And that was so refreshing to me to only have to do it for 15 minutes. You know, I'm not a natural-born cleaner, mm-hmm. but I know I have to have a clean house. Right. Um, and it makes it so easy. So when how we kind of think about it in our family, um, I get all of, all of our children involved. Even our one-year-old can hold a wipe and help wipe down Uh the countertop. Um, So when it comes to laundry, my goal is every night to put in a small load. Um, I used to be like, oh, we're going to do all of the laundry on Saturdays and Sundays. And that just wasn't working for us. I couldn't do it all. Right. Um, Or I would wash it, dry it, and then it might sit for a week. Or I would wash it, dry it, fold it, and then it might sit. And right. then it became destroyed. And mm-hmm. then my mood became irritable because they had destroyed, everyone had destroyed my laundry. <laughs> so what we have done now is we do a small load in the, um, my husband starts it when he gets home. I move it over in the morning um, before I go outside to milk our cow. I will throw it in the dryer, press start, and then kind of forget about it. And then our children all still have to either rest or nap. Uh, I'm a big proponent of resting our minds mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. Good. So our three small ones will nap and our older boys either get to like look at books or just do something quietly 
to give me some time to step back. So and it, and if I'm hearing you right, you worked on synchronizing that, that they all do that at the same time. Is that correct? Yes, as best you can? All, yes. Yeah. Yeah. They mm -hmm. all have to um, rest together because mm -hmm. it's not helpful if only two of them rest and I have three. Like I totally. can't think through all of that. Mm -hmm. So in that moment, I will pull out that really small load from the dryer and fold it maybe in 10 minutes. And what we do at our house is each child has a little box that their clothes go in. And then when they wake up, they know to grab their box and we'll go put them away. Nice. That is something we still forget. Um, the kids will walk past them. So <laughs> I have to be that, you know, gracious and say, hey, let's go put up our clothes. Um, I learned great things from my mom who like, you have to be in the room with them. You can't send them to do that by themselves. You have to go with them, even if it takes an extra five minutes. Mm -hmm. And that really helped me personally. Right. Was I couldn't send them to clean a room by themselves or I couldn't send them to do this because there's, they're young children. Right. Um, they're not going to stay on task. I'm 30 and I don't stay on task. <laughs> I need to do something. Right. Um, so sitting in there and just encouraging, I'm a huge proponent of verbal encouragement and words of affirmation so if i love that you know i give that to our children and they love that so good. um i short i shared a story about our young our oldest daughter so our oldest daughter came after many many years of my on my husband's side of the family of boy births um and then we have three boys first so we spoiled our oldest daughter, unfortunately, probably a little too much in the lack there of discipline. Um, <laughs> she could just do no wrong because we were so happy that she was a girl. Sure. And now at three, we are seeing the error of our ways because mm. she is very opinionated and sometimes even defiant. Mm. <laughs> so we, I was trying to incorporate her in helping with laundry or the dishwasher. Like here, we're going to help mama unload the dishes. Well, that was just not happening and she would melt down and I would melt down and finally I was like what can I do to like help this situation I can't keep doing this whole everybody melting down and I finally said Nora you put away just the forks just the forks then the next day I added okay Nora you're gonna put away the forks and the spoons That's good so then every day we added something very small okay now you're gonna put away you know the forks the spoons the knives and the cups mm -hmm. well finally that three-year-old little girl who would not unload anything can now do the whole dishwasher by herself. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it also gives her this point of pride. Like we live in community with my parents. So they live on the same property as us and she will run over to my parents' house as fast as she can, you know, saying, Sassy, Papa, I unloaded the dishwasher, mm -hmm. you know, to, to give her that little piece of you did this. Yes. My husband and I always think of things, and I shared this yesterday, that I am raising somebody's spouse, that I'm raising someone's mom or dad. Mm. You know, in 15 years, right. they're going to be in my spot or, you know, longer. Um, 15, 20, 25 years, they're going to have little ones that they're teaching. And so I want to give them good pieces of information and good tidbits even now That's good. in their brains Yeah. Um, of okay, this is what my mom did, and it was helpful. Um, same thing with our boys. You know, our boys help with the laundry, and my oldest, you know, is amazing. He can now make breakfast for all of his brothers and sisters at nine years old, That's whether it's name. an egg sandwich or pancakes or something. Uh -huh. You know, he has to be so helpful good. because eventually he'll be a dad or a husband that needs to be helpful. So good. So giving him tools to help his wife 
just like I'm giving my daughter tools to help her husband. Yes. You know, it comes full circle. Absolutely. sounds like a lot of training. I remember a, 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 a impactful, I was young, a long time ago, I was standing at Chick-fil-A and you know, they always have little things they were giving away and they had a book and I, it was like a pamphlet book. And the title of it was train better to train a boy than mend a man. Yes. And I was like, oh my gosh. And you know, exactly what you're saying right there. Just those little pieces. And just like us, you know, if we get, um, we can take things like, I love what you said, the, the book about having a Martha house in a merry way. Cause sometimes we can look at the refrigerator, like it needs to be cleaned out and it's daunting. We look at that thing and go, oh my gosh, that's going to take like three hours. But if we just like, you know, you eat elephant a bite at a time, just those little pieces end up going a long way. And I love, I love this. It's so wonderful. I love it. And getting the kids involved is so helpful. Um, I was sharing that we have a ticket system in our house where the tickets teach the fruits of the spirit. Mm. So we, I literally went to just our local um, bookstore and got like the wheel of tickets that you see at the fair. Uh And um, depending on, you know, so now all of our kids know, of course, all the fruits of the spirit, gentleness, self-control, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness. And um, as they exhibited one of those or showed me gentleness, they'll get tickets. Mm. If they show self-control, they get tickets. Um, at the end of the week, they can trade their tickets in for mm. maybe something from our little treasure box. Or if they save their tickets up and, you know, quote unquote, budget them, they can go on a date night with dad or a date night with mom or a sleepover at Sassy and Papa's house. Mm, so sweet. Um, but now, which is so sweet for us and like, okay, ooh, the Lord is so like, he just shows us over and over again. Our children will tell me, Hey, or, you know, Jeremiah will walk up to mom, Jacob shared with Nora. Aww. And, you know, that, that fruit of the spirit mom is kindness. So he needs tickets. Oh, so sweet. So they will tell us that the siblings are showing each other the fruits of the spirit. That's awesome. And that is so fun mm. to see that they're, they're building each other up, even in their little tribe of brothers and sisters. Amazing. That's, that's awesome. I love that idea. What a great idea. Yeah. And it's so easy, so simple. And they love it. They're like, Hey, so-and-so needs a ticket or at school, if they do a good job with their handwriting or, you know, do their worksheet quietly, they'll get tickets for self-control. You know, you can, you can throw in anything you can teach. You can teach in any moment. It's just how you choose to word it. Absolutely. It's so great. I love it. Well, wow. Sounds like it was like I heard. No wonder I heard so much about what an amazing day it was. Um, anything yeah. else you want to share with us as, as we I wrap up that you'd like the to last, say? Yeah. yeah, the last thing I really want to say, which um, I said yesterday, because I'm all about keeping it very real and very honest. There's mm-hmm. four things that I told them that I really want them to take away. It's from the moment you wake up until you go to bed, your house will have a mess. <laughs> we all have children. They're all following behind us while we're cleaning, they're making a mess. And sometimes it feels so monotonous, but a magazine perfect house should not be the goal. That's like, good. that is not what I want people going into this thinking or moms thinking, you know, feeling guilt, a peaceful and a joy filled house should be the goal. Absolutely. Now, a lot of times that comes from having a clean house or an organized house or a picked up house because you don't feel the ensuing chaos. Right. But we want your house to feel 
joy-filled. Mm, so good. Um, training your little children to be helpful is going to take a lot of time and a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. And just like the story going back to our daughter in the dishwasher, you have to start small. Mm -hmm. And that small piece of the puzzle will get you to a fully done puzzle. Mm. But you have to start with the edges first of a puzzle and then you go inward. And it's the same thing when it comes to training a child. And then lastly, and the most important one is we have to love the season of life we're in. Mm -hmm. You know, I love the quote, bloom where you're planted. Mm -hmm. We can bloom anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like the Lord plants us in places that he is giving us a chance to bloom. And we have to wake up every morning and choose to be thankful for where we're at. You know, and that's something that I've had to change my thought process on. Mm-hmm. Even when I've been up all night with a sick baby, I'm thankful to be up with a sick baby. Yeah, that's good. Because there are people who are who don't have that and want that. So I have to choose to be thankful where I'm at. And the Lord always meets you there. Absolutely. Like if you call out to him and pray and say, I need help. Like he's going to meet you there and he's going to give you something to be thankful for. He probably already has. You're just having to kind of look through it with a different right. color. Right. I love it. I love it, Bethany. It's amazing. As you're speaking, I'm just thinking about, I love how you started with a big picture of like, I've been gifted these future moms, dads, leaders, you know, um, husbands, wives, whatever, you know, you've been gifted these um, little ones to help shape them into what God has in store for them. And I keep hearing the word intentionality. You were intentional. You had to take some of these big rocks and be very intentional on how to apply them to your family and how that works. And we all have different families and we have different husbands and we have different callings in the mix of that. But I just taking your personal life and what God's given you and being intentional with that. I think of the scripture in Proverbs 14 where it says, the wisest of women builds her house, but folly with her own hands tears it down. And I think when we just aren't intentional in some of these places that just aren't working, then um, we're not getting the results we want. Then we're not building this house that God's gifted us. So I just love it. So wonderful. So you're, so you're telling um, anybody who's listening, you are giving them the free gift of uh, taking any of your ideas and implementing them in their own home. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Do it and be blessed by it. Like that's the big thing. Be blessed by, you know, take what you can and go from there. Start small and the Lord will follow, like we'll follow that. Super. Would you just pray over our listeners? Just go for it. I'd love you just to end in praying for us. It'd be so amazing. Dear Lord, we are, we are so thankful for you. We're thankful for what you've done for us in the past. We're thankful for what you're doing for us in this direct moment. And we're thankful for the future that you've carved out for us. Um, I pray over these sweet parents that, you know, have the ears to hear. They're yearning for information. They're yearning from words that are from you, Lord. Um, I pray over all of them. I pray all over all of their sweet children um, as they are raising the next kingdom's children. They're raising your kingdom's children. We're so thankful for that. I'm thankful for this podcast, for giving information to parents as they need it. Um, we just are coming to you with such thankful hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, we pray that we do your work. We pray that we hear you and we pray for these parents to instill in their children your word in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks Bethany. Thanks for taking the time and just um, so investing into all their listening. So grateful. 
Awesome. Okay, well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. All right, well, listeners, I hope that you really enjoyed that as much as me. I was just so blessed by it. And even being um, my age, like, ooh, I'll, I'll take a little bit of a redo in some of those areas. I always felt like meal planning was a big rock that stared at me every week. So I love Bethany's ideas, and I hope they blessed you too. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, if you have any questions or if you would like us to hit another topic, you're welcome to send an email to parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. And I hope this blesses you and you have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us this week on Parenting with Purpose. To be notified of every new episode, hit the subscribe button wherever you choose to listen. If you found this episode helpful, please let us know by leaving a review and sharing with a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.